Hello, Beyond the Likers. Welcome back to your... Actually, I don't know what time. You could be listening to this at any given point. So whether it's morning or PM, Wednesday or Saturday, welcome back to the show. The very unprofessionally organised show. (laughs) And I'm only laughing when she says that because I'm dead set looking at your melon. Uh, What? (laughs) (laughs) You look... Slightly dishevelled. I'm. I mean, I'm. I've had a long day. I've got a supporting cast member here, in the form of Rian Gerard. Um, he's absolutely thrilled to be on the show today. Give him a round of applause, guys. Welcome. I actually don't mind participating. It's the thirty-minute notice that. I'm, <laughs> but I'm here. Well, in the flesh. I'm well, penetrating your. Airwaves? Penetrating the airwaves? Just, that's the, the only thing you're yeah. penetrating okay. at the moment. Yeah, it's been a while. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it has been. Yeah. I mean, you've got to put in the effort next time. Yeah, you're hard work these days. <laughs> the reason for today's podcast is because, actually, you know what? I reckon I'd be hard-pressed. I reckon you'd be hard-pressed to find another podcast from a mum who has three small children, two of which are in preschool. Because when I tell you I I try my hardest and I have guests lined up and I have studio time booked and then I also have children in daycare. I was booked in with uh, two guests who were going to come in with me. We had the studio booked and then Kobe was unwell. So um, I just get thrown a curveball and uh, now... Ryan is doing a podcast with me. But in all fairness, actually, when you, when you said to me, can you help, I was like, no, and you explained your situation and you sacrificed your podcast on Friday. Yeah, so you got to help the, me out. For the Have greater you, good of the family, so hence why. Hence why you're here. Correct. Are you? Um, have you pulled up okay from your weekend? Yeah, of course I have. Sunday, different story. Yeah? Are you looking... <laughs> I was feeling so like, uh, so for those that weren't following at home, not that any of you were, I went to um, a friend's birthday and we went to a German, it's called the Cardonia Club or something like that, it's in Marrickville. It's basically like this old bowling club that's a German restaurant, but it's like old and authentic. Sounds. We smashed pork knuckles at like 2pm and we were sloping sloping down um, German beers. And then we proceeded to watch like um, two games of footy anyway. I woke up the next morning after 14 beers and a so pork knuckle. and I dehydrated. Was like thirsty from the salt of crackling yeah. and just so bloated. And I wanted to just have a big drink of cold water, but I was like, oh, I'm going to like literally could put a pin in me and uh, would have like burst. And then, but wait, you then had a steak for dinner. <laughs> On a Sunday night. I don't even think it's healthy that you eat that much meat. So I had today I had a sandwich and a salad. That's you all. had a chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think chicken's okay. I think chicken's okay. I think it's the amount of red meat that you consume. But I read, what, twice a week? Oh, I feel like we eat it more. What is the right balance of they meat? Tell you, well, meat they tell they, they reckon... We eat seafood once a week. Seafood once a week. That's me pushing that. Seafood once a week and then red meat. They say you're only meant to have like the size of the palm of your hand. 200 grammars, which is what we buy from Delish, right? Yeah. I think they're 250. Yeah. So just FYI for anyone listening, playing along at home, I had actually booked in... Um, we have a calendar on the fridge and I'm always ahead of the game, quite organised. My oh, friends... Ahead of the game or you book things three months out? Like I'm looking at the calendar right now and the whole month of December, you're pretty much out. 
Like you can't just you can't just cause you're the first in. I can. No, you can't. First in, like first in, best dressed. Like first in. Well, then you snooze, you lose. I had to make sure the next day after all of those, I'm not uh, here, and you can suffer through them. I, you're not here. Two of those things are on Sunday. <laughs> when I actually spotted that she's pretty much sprinkled, girl, she's got three girls' Christmas. Cards. I mean, seriously, <laughs> what a piss take! Hang on, hang on. Mum's club. I was, okay. I was literally just looking on the fridge, and I was like, "Oh, like I wonder what's happening in December." I wouldn't mind playing a game of golf with my mates. I was like, there's no weekends. So I screenshot it and I said, three mum's Christmas parties. She goes, yeah, 100%. And she goes, oh, two of them are Sunday lunches, so they'll be casual ones. And I had a reflection, speaking of my Saturday, when you said to me, oh, it's just Virgil's birthday on Saturday. I'm just going for a quiet lunch. Next minute, it's exactly like your video the other day. You're eating Maccas in the Uber home at 10 p.m. Legless. Hang on a second. First of all, my birthday lunch, that my girlfriend's birthday lunch was booked in, I don't know, six weeks in I'm advance. Not, am I debating that? No, no, no. And then lo and behold, you've like pulled a shifty a week out. Oh, my mate's birthday. I've got to go at the same time as you. So who's organised all the babysitters? Um, I have. You've organised all the babysitters. I organised Megan. You organised your mum. And I left for a... Some would say I'm resourceful. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I'd say... No. Why? How does that make you resourceful? Because I was like, I so I because my mates are all spread over. There's some in Marrickville. There's some Central Coast. There's one or two in the Shire. Like, very rarely catch up with them, and we're unorganised. And he was like, "It's my birthday. Come." I was like, "It's my birthday. I'm having something." Four minutes. Yeah, it was two weeks out, and I was like, "Boom!" And I was like, "When I found out you were away." I asked for your flexibility and you provided none. So I was like, right, well, I was like I, can you just go from lunch from two to five or six? Then I'll just go and watch the footage. She's like, no, nah, I'm staying out all night. I was like, That's I f- did not say I'm staying out all night. I remember the conversation. Saying, no, I I'm said, really- I don't want to be told what time I have to come home I, because it was something, because you've done this to me before. And I didn't want to have to be like, hey, I've got to go home so Ryan could go out over something that you hadn't pre-organised. And I was so – because normally – if Yeah, but if I you had got in home. first, that's fine. You're in first. Like on this – on Sunday, on the golf that you're playing, which you're now not playing, I – my girlfriend Abby was having her birthday lunch and I'd said no to that because you got in first. Uh, so, podcast listeners, I will share with you Amy's <laughs> um, the current diary schedule, which is scattered with – Girls, Christmas. Listen, lunches, the back end um, of the year is a is a. I've just the no, podcast be- for six years. I understand December is a write off, but next year I'm I'm just going to slot weekends in there and just be like, I'm in first. Get involved. Done. Uh, you know what? I purposely do the last two Christmas parties in December. They're purposely on a Sunday, and they I always enjoy a lunch because you go out, you have lunch. You have a few wines. You go out afterwards for a cocktail. You find a dance floor. And if you don't, you create one yourself. And then you're home by 8.39. So when you were out slurping down German beers and eating pork knuckle, I was actually home like four hours before you. So you left before me and then you got home after me. You got home at what, one? So let me reframe. I'm not upset that you're out enjoying yourself. I'm upset. You're upset that that I get... in first. <laughs> you booked three months out and then when my things come up, I'm like, I can't go because she's booked three months in advance. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you've been married to me for long enough now. Funny story. Just messaged my mates and I said, golf. Um, I said, uh, plan ahead and get in around Saturday the 10th. One of wrote what? Su- 
of December and one for golf. Someone, someone said, Saturday 10 suits me. The other one said, are you putting something in the calendar in December before your mus- missos <laughs> books December solid? <laughs> and I took a screenshot of that calendar and I said 100%. <laughs> You can have the 10th. Work on short deadlines and keen for another game. You can have the 10th because I'm out on the 11th. That's why I looked on the calendar to my horror that you've booked everything. But you know what? I did a podcast just recently all about filling our cup. And I think we are exceptionally good at that. Do you not agree? Correct. I think it's important. I think it also would be nice though. As much as I do have like mum's girl, mum's group and girl's guff, I think it would be nice to get a few dates in there for us. Which is probably a good segue into the holiday that you booked with my friend's wives. Bali. Not so much date nights, but that um, non-individual piss-ups. Yeah. I think the biggest thing about going out on the weekends and going out with girlfriends is not so much because I don't want to spend time with you because we have a really great time together. It's more leaving the family home and you and the kids. That's, that's, like, that's your breathing space. We tap into parents a lot. Mm. Well, I mean, my mum and dad owe me a shit ton of babysitting. They actually haven't done a single babysitting since we, they've been back. Didn't we have them the do one? When absolute we audacity. You know why? Because was that a mosquito? Sorry, I'm clapping on that. Wow, that's early. It is. And inside. Mm. Oh, I must have had the doors open. It's because they've pissed off every single weekend since we've been back. Well, I'm not going to comment on your parents. Um, if you're listening, Big B and mum, I'm horrified. Lift your game. <laughs> Lots of them. They've just disappeared on a... You know my mum's gone back to work already. She was retired and my, and my dad was like, driving her mental and so she was like, she, they I came out. <laughs> but your mum's, like, you, you paint a bad picture, but your mum's like me, right? She likes to be very proactive and doesn't like to just sit around and chill. So I can imagine after two months of no work and then three months of being in the UK with her mum, mm. then... It probably for her when the opportunity to do two days a week to keep lively. But anyway, back to the Bali story. So basically, Ryan's friends are renowned for leaving things to the last minute, or that your mates tend to organise a lot of boys' trips, right? So you go down to Jerangong, or you go down the south coast, or you you're going camping. Like you're going camping, you're taking Bobby. That'll be cool. But they tend to do a lot of boys stuff or they go to the pub or they watch the footy and they don't tend to include the wives as much. So myself being a lover of organising things um, and another wife, we were chatting and she said something like, I feel like we should just organise a trip to Bali and then we'll just do it for the boys and tell them some dates and if we get the green light, like, let's just book it. Because if we left it up to them, it would never get done. So that's literally what we did. Making and between... With 15 dudes on our group chat or 10 dudes is extremely difficult. But you know what? It, all it took was me and one other girlfriend. And in the space of four or five days, we did a bit of chatting back and forwards, threw out some dates, looked at some costs, different airlines, blah, 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 booked. It was that easy. It's a double-edged sword for me, mm-hmm. booking it. I'm happy that you just went and booked it because it was like a... a oh, you hate it. I didn't no, 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 get, no, no, like, no. multiple quotes. No, no. Yeah, well, let me explain why, right? Okay. So you went and you, I didn't it write and, a spreadsheet. Going through, going through the mates would have been painful and there always would have been someone who had an opinion. You, Claire, and I think it was Anna booked... And yep. then it snowballed, right, which is good. And I was just like, good, it's done. Then everyone else has jumped on board, which is cool. 
How many families are coming now? Like six or seven? No, there's at least ten. Ten different families. Wow, that's cool. I think so. Yeah. And What's, then, sorry, what, then there's, also, a, there's a negative since here? Since the guys have gone and researched it, other people have joined and you booked the most expensive flights? No, I didn't. Okay. No, I didn't. I booked a Jetstar flight. Virgin was Virgin finish. was more expensive. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm just counteracting what you're saying. Okay, well, there's other people that have booked alternate dates. On the same? And, and oh, pay. yeah, alternate dates, yeah. Yeah, alternate dates and they saved 400 bucks. Uh, sorry, they saved 300 bucks per, for, per flight. Oh, mm-hmm. Sorry, like per return. I'm still overall happy that you just did it and you just bit the bullet and I didn't have to go through the message to mates. But I also think where you where you were going is you didn't do a spreadsheet. If I spent 20 minutes or 30 minutes actually looking at it properly, I could have saved us a thousand bucks across the family. I disagree. Yeah, but they've gone on different days. So? And also, some of your mates are going from Sydney to Melbourne and then to there's Bali. One, no, no, there's one guy that's going Sydney to Brisbane because he wants to do a day flight and not have the and night flight because he was worried about <sighs> he's got a young baby and a three-year-old and he was like, I'd rather be on the plane for an extra two hours and not it's not an extra two hours it's like an extra it's double the length i'm an impulse i'm just like i'm an impulse everything i think you're more of a balance where like let's the impulse and just do like a quick check (laughs) (laughs) there was not that there was no quick checking you're making me out to be the over analyzing and you're making me out to be careless slightly (laughs) i i i cross-reference Qantas, Virgin, and Jetstar. Dates, and I'm, I'm talking about alternative. Yeah, I know, but those are the dates that we landed on. Based on what? Based on... Carefree living. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha! Yeah. <laughs> it's I just, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, like, you're carefree, I'm organised. You're, you're very, like... I'm quite time poor at work, and I've got lots of people that work with me, so... What I try to do, and I'm not great at it, is... Do spreadsheets. Or get somewhat organised and go, yeah. right, well, here are the decisions we've got to make. And, and I critically analyse it and go, well, here is then the best... Al- here are the two alternatives. Well, and one. I, just- every morning I write, you'll be very impressed with me. Every morning in my notes section, I write a to-do list. And then there's a little bullet point thing that I can tick off. Ooh. See? I'm drinking on a Monday. Mm. Mm. Where has that come from? That uh, that's just because my head feels like it's in a blender every single morning and there is so much going on in there and I usually get into the shower every single morning and when I'm in the shower, I don't know, all of the things come to me. If I'm trying to think of a anything, a caption to write for a brand that I'm working with, it'll hit me in the shower. If it's I'm the only time you got to yourself. Potentially, yes. If I'm thinking of an article to write for the latch, it hits me in the shower. All of my things, my things that I have to remember to do, like I need to send this thing off for Bobby's kindergarten and do this invoice and pay this bill and blah, 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 go to mum and dad's and pull that line of washing off or whatever. And so like I'll have my phone on just on the bench and I will literally jump out of the steaming hot shower and write it at that point because within the space of four minutes of getting out of the shower, I'll forget. (laughs) Which is a system of works for you. On the train every day when I'm on the way to work, I sit there and write my list and go. Mm. Obviously, I've been away with a few of your friends to a certain degree. Do you think it's, um, but it's only ever been for like a couple of days or something. Do you think there are different types of people on holidays? Like, do you think you and I are similar on holidays? Okay, so I'll give you a perfect example, right? So Doug, whose birthday was um, at the German place, he's idea of he made a comment something going oh like 
I bet you want to go to like potato and stuff. And I was like, fucking oath, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like, there's it's interesting. There's probably a mixed crew. There's a crew that just likes to like will like to just sit it by the pool drinking bintangs or go just to the local pub. And whereas I like to do a mixture of there's days I just want to sit by the pool and days where I wouldn't mind spending a day at the beach club. Yeah, etc. So, I mean, of course there's different people that like to do different things. I think My biggest theory when we're with that group, and it was the same thing when we went to Dalmany, right? Like, do what you want to do, and then those that want to do that will join, and those that don't, won't. Yeah. You can't go to an event with 10 families and expect everyone Everybody to, to have the same opinion. I think that you and I are pretty good when we go on holidays. You would probably like to write an itinerary, if given the chance... Like when I'm going to Bali, there's maybe three things oh. that I would like to do. Yeah? There's a few restaurants that I really want to check out. Oh, so you've got an itinerary? I don't have an itinerary. Oh, I've got a, got a list in my notes. <laughs> Just some restaurants that I, I want, want to, to check take out. The, kids to the water bomb. Yeah, I want to take them to the water park. Yep, I want to do a day at the Sundays Beach Club. Beach oh, Club. yep, yep, That's yep. Beautiful, and you yep. can take the kids there. And then there's a thing where, like, maybe some partying. So maybe, like, I don't know, a day with you at the beach club and then maybe a day we're going to do a sportsman's lunch with my mates. Yeah, cool. That's, that's as far as I'll, I've got. I'll the girls. The you did. Yeah, well, clearly the guys have been, let's quickly organise. <laughs> get in, get in. Sportsman's lunch before you. Uh, wait, let me guess. Tell me it was anyone's idea but yours. I swear to God, it wasn't mine. Whose was it? Someone else's. They were like, let's have a think about what we're going to do for the boys' drink and get it in early. I was like, you got, we're there for 10 days, so there's no need to get it in early. Uh, but I do like the idea of forward thinking. <laughs> sportsman lunch. You had a sportsman lunch when you went down the coast with my brothers. Because <laughs> I'm a sportsman. Except both my brothers. Oh, you call it a girls' lunch. What are we going to go? Let's have a boys' lunch. Mm. Oh, well, go, Tom goes out for coffee with his mates. Coffee club, which is, I give him shit about it, but it's kind of cool. Him, But he grew it's, up here. It's and a like, bit cute. 10 or 15 of his mates that every Saturday go and get a cappuccino with a marshmallow. <laughs> Uh, Well, at least we have that to look forward to. We also have a trip in Jan just with the family. We're not doing down south this year. We are doing the Gold Coast. No, Gold Coast? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do theme parks with the kids that may... uh, It was a controversial decision. Mm, It was. And I was, to be honest, I was extremely surprised that your family opted for it because I know how strong a bond attached we are to the South, the South Coast. Coast We've been holidaying down there my entire life. So obviously my nan lives down there. The, the way that you guys remember your childhood down the South Coast, and even for me for the last six years since I've been around, it's it's a good time. Like I have very positive association and connection with the South Coast, and I've only been going for the six yeah, years. I love it's it. sexy as. It's so expensive now. So expensive. Like house prices down there are the same as Sydney. That blows my mind. To retire down there and That's where they're trying to buy. And then um, we can go and stay anytime. <laughs> well, I reckon we – my nan lives down there. My nan lives down in Vincentia and she's on this humongous block, lives down there on her own, and she's got this tennis court that's just like rotting out the back. And I reckon she should let us build like little townhouses on it or something. The challenge there is – your nan's been living there for 60 years, so <clears throat> to have that conversation with her and up disrupt her harmony is not the way to go. And then, God forbid, anything happens. And, like, you've, all her, she got, Brad, your Brad, dad's got four, two brothers, one sister, right? So three brothers. Three brothers, there you go. And one sister, yeah. You're long down uh, the pecking order of <laughs> sister. 
Tennis. Amy who? One thing that uh, was funny that like, it gives me in a turmoil was the the option from your parents of taking us over to the UK and doing a UK Christmas. Yeah. And they were like, well, we'll pay for your flights, come over and spend time with your posse, which is your um, grandma in mm. the UK in Brighton where she lives. And I think for me that would be such an amazing experience to do like an English Winter, winter Christmas, Christmas, white Christmas. Spend some time in her house because I hear it's like a beautiful place in the countryside. But the thought of a 24-hour flight, mm. I literally would prefer to punch myself in the dick. Uh, Fenergan. Just Fenergan. 24 hours though? You can't Fenergan a kid for 24 hours. Are you kidding? All our kids need is food and movies. And they'll sit there like... Toby, I disagree. Nah, he'd be fine. I remember, you got to remember, I did it every, we used to go back and forth from England almost every two years. My mum did all three of us once on her own because my dad got what to the airport and, and his passport had expired and they were going to miss all their flights. And he was like, you're on your own, Sal. She was just like, what? Oh, that would be uh, like... Yeah, but you got to remember, we were angel children, remember? We were so firmly disciplined. Did I tell you about the letter that I found that I wrote my mum and dad the other day? So I went round to their house. Up, but you never showed it to me. No, I... Um, Did you put it up? It was pathetic. You? No, 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 no. I put up the one about Happy Father's Day, how mm. I just, like, love hard eyes, my big B. But there was a letter, and because my dad keeps everything, including our teeth, uh, there was a letter that I had written to my mum and dad, and I must have been 10 or something. And but he would always document what the letter was about at the start, just to keep, like like he documents everything, right? He dates everything, and it was like Amy writes us a letter after cursing and saying the word shit in front of some adult, right? And the letter was like, "Dear Mum and Dad, I am so deeply mortified." <laughs> Not mortified, like no. I am so deeply sorry for using such terrible language. You know, you've raised me to be such a well-spoken female, and I know that if I swear, then I'm going to marry a guy who swears, and our children will swear, and I don't want that, and I won't be able to get a good job, and it just went on and on, and I was like, well, 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 and look at me now. You know what? This is my okay. This is what I take from that, right? My dad deprived me of junk food, right? Uh, we did not have a single piece of junk in my house. Even today. I've heard one yeah. would be like my mates would come around and your parents would feed him jats, whereas he would go to his I, I used to go to. Ice Vovos and stuff. Yes. Like, mom was like, <laughs> I would see. I used to go to my girlfriend Amelia's house and her mum would pull out potato gems and I was like, get fucked. Potato gems. It was like a Christmas day. And if I was lucky, she'd be like, oh, after dessert, like you can have a roll up or an ice cream. It blew my mind how these this other form of species used to live. I don't think we were, so I was like that. I don't think we were in the minority. I think you were in the minority. I was absolutely in the minority. Let me, wait, wait, it gets worse. Wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Abs- like I was barely allowed to watch Home and Away, right? No junk food whatsoever. I had Devon and tomato sauce sandwiches with carrot sticks and ca- like apple. I remember being in year two and they called the school, they called my mum up to the school and they were like, your daughter has been stealing from people's lunchboxes. <laughs> They'd have Dunkaroos and the snacks and like those little Nutella things and the snacks are the cheese and crap. Oh, right. And 
I, I was like, oh, oh my God, I've never in a million years. I remember McDonald's for us was an absolute treat. They used to make us sing this song, McDonald's, McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken and a Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we would sing that song and beg our mum and dad, please, please. And my dad would be like, all right, kids, it's your yearly Macca's trip. And we would go to McDonald's and we would get like a Happy Meal and that would just, that was it. Anyway. Looking at the sparkle in your eyes, it's like. Junk food, absolutely deprived of it. And this is, I reckon there's repercussions to this, depravity. Junk food deprived, all of the trashy TV shows deprived. Like I remember once my dad caught me watching South Park and he was he was like, I'm not even mad, I'm just so disappointed. Did he you write was him a letter of apology. Yeah, I probably did. No, I was not allowed to swear. Ever. I wasn't even allowed to say the word hate. He'd pull me up. It's a very hate yeah, hate is a very strong word, Amy. Are you being a smart it When we used to live there, I used to say. <laughs> um, I, God forbid I said the word crap. Oh, my gosh. Um, shit. It would make his blood boil, right? Are you looking at the time because Game of Thrones is about to start? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so obviously I was living under his roof. I respected the guy. I towed the line. But all it, it was like this, like, this junk food fiend was just like bubbling away under the surface. And because it was always so forbidden, well, the minute I became independent and moved out of home and had my own freedom and I started, I started working, I earned an income, I, I moved in with my boyfriend, I, it was on. Like I, I would go to Coles and just buy Tim Tams, Oreos, chocolate blocks, chips, Bags of Allen lollies, snakes, chopper chops. I my pantry was overflowing with junk food. It was horrendous the amount of junk food because I I could I could. So why as a thirty six year old yeah. adult do you still like surely that you would have grown out of that now? Mm. You are a pretty ordinary eater. That's why I can't fathom how you keep such a good figure. I don't know. I just feel like there's something to it. And even with the swearing and even with the, like, trash TV, it was like I was finally free. So it it absolutely had the reverse effect. I understand what he was doing, and God bless him, because he was obviously trying to raise a really, you know, healthy, well-rounded, polite, well-mannered. You just... You would have been a, a. You would have been a difficult teen, and B. You've got a horrible diet, but otherwise you're pretty well rounded, and the boys are pretty well rounded. Yeah, well, I feel like we've all come good in terms of our morals and stuff. The slot, the excessive slut dropping on the dance floor as a 36 year old mum mm. probably can probably can what stop. Never going to stop. <sighs> Never going to stop. And you know what? People are like, Can't oh. you express yourself through you know what? dance through another form of dance? Absolutely not. I only know how to dance like a 21-year-old stripper. But the thing is, I don't do it. I'm not doing it for attention. People whip out their iPhones now. For as long as I have lived and been able to walk on two legs, I have just... I've loved to slut chop. I've loved to dance. And I just love, I, I hear the music and I just want to get up and move my body to right. it, right? And power to you. Yeah. Express yourself. Yeah, I do. In all forms of dance. In, dropping, in dropping down to the ground. I um, The only thing that will save you here is that my knees are starting to get, give way. And I thought Pilates. Where, where were we at a wedding? Was it my cousin's wedding? And you slut dropped so aggressively. That I split my dress. <laughs> 
<laughs> I split my dress all the way. It had a split at the back and, and it split. No, well, it split the whole way up to the crack to the top of the, the lower end of the zipper, which was at the very top of my ass crack. And you know what? Me and your nan really bonded that night because I think she was she was a little bit standoffish from me. And then after she saw my moves and saw how much of a good time I was, she was like, that's, my, like that's my girl. Fit for my rogue <laughs> yeah, I mean, my slut dropping is the equivalent to you removing your shirt at every wedding. I feel like it only became a thing because I was like, now what? No, now you know what it feels like when you get your tits out on the dance floor. <laughs> when have I got my tits out? <laughs> Last time I got my boobs out was in Mexico, and that was before oh, kids. You got, you got your I tits out at a restaurant, and <laughs> I saw it third hand, <laughs> and I had to message your mate and go, "Really? Are you really putting a photo up of Amy taking your tits out at a restaurant?" Well, that was on that's, a Tuesday night. No, it was not a Tuesday night, and it was a tiny little nip slip. I would. Beg yeah. To differ. Uh, well, you can beg to differ. You better believe I'm going to be slut dropping in Bali. I'm hoping that there's one night where we can like properly go out for rip, a boogie, rip and tear, ripping and a tearing, as if there won't be. Yeah, I know, but I just don't know if it's past us. Oh, speak for yourself. Mate, I had to break it to you. I know you're having a good time and and power to you and let you do you, but but what? I just thought I don't know that I'm nearly forty. That like I'll have a boogie, but I'm not like. Raging oh. to hit a nightclub. There's other things that. Listen, I'm not going to Cuda. I might go to Motel Mexicola and hit the dance floor there. I'm not sure that's a raging dance scene there, but. Yes, it was. When we were there for Bezel's birthday, it was. Remember that? I was like six months pregnant. I looked like a beluga whale. I still gave it a good nudge. Can't stop. Can't. You can't. You can't hold the party girl down. I try and hold the party girl down. Well, you just said that you're getting too old. I said, I feel like at nearly 40, I'm getting too old. I feel like I bring... I feel like other things... The atmosphere has to be properly perfect for me to rip in on the dance floor slash wedding. Ripping in a tearing. Yeah, I'm the polar opposite. I'd get on the dance floor if I was sober. Okay, well, you can go watch Game of Thrones. We have been chatting away for um, long enough. I'm still extremely Still want to keep going? Okay. No, No, I don't want to keep going, but... Game of Thrones that you don't nah. embrace the Game of Thrones. Not into it. It's so depressing. It's morbid. It's such a good show. Mm, I'll take your word for it. The first episode I watched, there was so much murder and then a brother and sister were banging and that was the draw card for me. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't vibe now. with incest. Do they bang the whole way through? They've moved on. We're on to oh, they've moved on to what? Cousins or other siblings? <laughs> Animals. Animals. I'm kidding. Oh. I feel like there's so many seasons gone, right? But we're on a new one. That's what I'm saying. They've they've done a prequel. I thought the White Knight or something died last time. Yeah, correct. So they finished that. Oh, like the Yellowstone prequel. You're okay with cowboys, like, killing random people that don't conform. Yeah, I'm down with cowboys that are sexy as, and uh, there's, like, love stories and romance and a bit in there. There's love stories in Game of Thrones, too. Yeah, between a brother and sister. (laughs) All right. Good evening. Good evening. It's been a pleasure. Being Thank with you this for being my uh, support cast. That's what Mandy called you. You and In Lisa and Sean, people that come on the potty every now and again, they're the Who's support been cast. The most popular support. Do you know the number one most listened to episode? Is the one where you were talking about self pleasure? No. <laughs> Someone at my work was like, oh, yeah, I listened to an episode and I knew. I said, oh, which one? And I knew when I looked in their eyes. A boy or a girl? Girl. A lady. 
Yeah, I hope she gets down with her bad self after listening to that. <laughs> but it was awkward for me. Who cares? And she went, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Big B. Big B is the most listened to podcast. People love Big B. I think people love Big B more than me. I mean, I get it. He's a very lovable he's a, guy. He's a lovable guy. Yes, most downloaded podcast. If you could get him to tell a story in a more delivering and more punchy fashion. <laughs> I think that's a like great storyteller. Great storyteller tells it in a roundabout fashion, so it'll take him. Like even today, he was talking about something, and I can't even remember what it was. But I just remember being like, and then I, 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 I basically stopped listening, and then I kind of came to again. And he was talking about how he thoroughly washes his hands, and he's like, you know, and you've got to get in between every crew and like this, and then underneath, and and he just, and I was like, Dad, what? But, but we were talking about this the other day, Bobby and him. Bobby loves that. Loves He'll it. He'll sit down and talk to him about the bush. Remember, remember there was a day he was taking him down the back and he was took him to the lemon tree and he was like... He, the lemon tree and, he, and he'll pull he off got, the leaves, pull off the leaf and he smell it that, and he smelt it. Yeah, and he was like he was talking about the connection and stuff. And Bobby was, Bobby loves it when Big B just sits there and takes the time to tell him a long story. And yeah, educate. Remember, B taught Bobby how to do the planets. Bobby loves it. Charlie gives him nothing. Charlie's a bit like me. <laughs> I remember, like he would just love to sit on the end of my bed and talk all the time, and I'd be like, Dad. I remember I used to say. He'd be sitting on my bed and I'd be like, Mom, come and get Dad out of my room. <laughs> he won't leave me alone. He just would talk and talk and talk. I will um, – that's a really nice red. That was a recommendation from Luke and it was only like 30 bucks as well. Yeah, it's really nice. That was the last one that you opened without my permission. I don't need your permission, Soz. You you're, lucky, you're lucky that I uh, didn't get one out of your wine cellar. You wouldn't have. <laughs> okay, you go and watch Game of Thrones. I might go and have a bath. On self-pleasure, all this talk of self-pleasure. It's got me in the mood. Treat yourself. The crimson wave's coming, so I just got to get one off before it arrives, you know? <laughs> crimson wave. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. We love you. Oh, that's go right. holidays. Treat yeah. yourself. I know, I say that all the time. Fill your cup, but don't fill your cup four weekends in a row in Christmas. You're dead set, fucking taking the piss. Do it. Do what makes you happy. Get in before your husband does. Good night. Good night. Okay. I um, I love you and leave you. Once again, there has been no seltzer review, but I will tell you what this bottle of wine is because it's delicious. So it's an O'Leary Walker Shiraz. From Clare Valley, when I put this on my stories, share the podcast on my stories. Wow, that's really loud. Um, I'll also share this bottle of wine because it is bloody delicious. Ryan, can you turn that down? Wow. See you next week.